0: In 1779, Dido Elizabeth Bell was painted along with her cousin, Lady Elizabeth Murray. As we view the painting, Lady Elizabeth Murray stands on the right in a pink gown, flowers in her hair, holding an open book with her left hand. Her right hand reaches back to her cousin, dressed in an off-white silk gown and turban, a fat string of pearls around her neck. Dido has a smile that is almost mischievous, and her right hand points to her cheek while her eyes engage us, the viewers. Portraits of wealthy young women in beautiful gowns were not unusual in late 18th century England, but portraits of wealthy young black women with their wealthy young white cousins were much less usual. The painting of the two cousins now hangs in Scone Palace. Dido Elizabeth Bell was the illegitimate daughter of Maria Bell, probably an enslaved woman, and Sir John Lindsay, an officer in the Royal Navy, while he was stationed in the West Indies. Bell was born in 1761 and was taken to London by 1766, where she was baptized, never to return to the Caribbean. She was entrusted to her father's uncle, William Murray, Lord Chief Justice, and eventually First Earl of Mansfield. She was raised at his stately home, Kenwood. Bell was raised as part of the family, educated as an 18th century lady, reading, writing, playing music, and learning social graces. She received a healthy allowance. When guests visited, however, she did not eat with the family. This may have been due as much to her illegitimate status as to the color of her skin. Although museum walls and movies generally portray a white 18th century England, think of any adaptation of Jane Austen's novels, London alone was home to over 10,000 black men and women. Belle's privileged life was not the common experience for most Londoners, whatever their skin color. Belle stayed at Kenwood as an adult. She helped her uncle with his correspondence, a role usually held by men, and managed the estate's poultry and cattle. In 1785, Bell's cousin, Lady Elizabeth Murray, married and left the estate. Bell stayed until Lord Mansfield's death in 1793. Later that year, she married John de a gentleman's steward. They lived in London near Hanover Square. Lord Mansfield had left her 500 pounds and an annual annuity of 100 pounds. Bell and John had three sons before her death in 1802 in her early 40s. What of Bell's parents? In 1764, Bell's mother traveled with her father to Pensacola, Florida, where he gifted her land in 1772 along with her freedom and the means for a comfortable lifestyle. The two traveled to London shortly after their original trip to Pensacola, where their relationship continued, seemingly even after his marriage in 1768 to an Englishwoman. It seems to have ended in 1774 when Bell's mother returned to her property in Pensacola alone. The transatlantic slave trade was in full swing during Bell's lifetime, but opinions about it in England were changing. As Lord Chief Justice, Lord Mansfield heard many cases involving slavery. In the famous Somerset case, Mansfield ruled that slaves in England could not be sent out of the country. Mansfield seems to have been caught between his moral judgment and the law. He wrote in his decision, The state of slavery is of such a nature that is incapable of being introduced on any reasons, moral or political, but only by positive law, which preserves its force long after the reasons, occasions, and time itself from whence it was created is erased from memory. It is so odious that nothing can be suffered to support it but positive law. It took another 35 years before the abolition of the transatlantic slave trade and 26 more years before slavery was outlawed across the British Empire. This Moment in Time is a production of the Delta College History Department in cooperation with Delta College Public Broadcasting.